I didn't have time to reset the thing. <laughs> Still can't get it right. No, you can never get it right. So it goes, Whoa, you got some funky background going on there. Oh, it's it. it's just it's just V split. It's um you can change your background so it's you know, oh look, it's it's not fuzzy. Oh, all of a sudden it gets really it's getting a little fuzzy behind you. Oh, I see. Okay, it's kind of like a zoom background. Yeah. Or, t- or Microsoft Teams, if you will. Okay. Well, hey, I, I have to assume we're live at this point. So welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. It is the finale of Big Brother 22 All-Stars. It was a two-hour. Uh, we're up here in Canada on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. We've been covering this whole season. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson, my brother, Jeff Mater. Not sure where he is at the moment. We expect he'll pop in. Um, He's riding currently in the streets after his um, his victory. Yeah, he's won the draft. You think he'd be here to at least to gloat, at least for that. But um, he did win. Cody is the winner, Jamil. But but more than that, yeah, it's uh, we are up later because Global TV, who is the cover, who has the rights in Canada to cover this. Uh, also has a deal with Fox, I guess, because they, you know, and so I can see your voice I had to air at eight. And that's why we are here at 11 o'clock tonight covering this. But I digress. You know, I think, Jamil, you said something to me off the air that this 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 finale did not need to be two hours. It didn't. It didn't. Not at all. And I have to agree with you. Like, this was drawn out incredibly. Um. I, I think we need to start there. I, I, I was telling myself, um, the only way that this could be a two-hour like event, a two-hour finale, is if the jury segment is an hour. And it certainly was not an hour. Like They drew this out so many times, especially understanding, hey, um, understanding exactly with how... Like you understand how your show is going, and you kind of you you tailor suit your show around uh, the expected outcomes, an outcome of Nicole or Cody or Cody and Enzo or Enzo and Nicole does not require a two-hour finale, not with the events that they that we had to see, right? Um, <laughs> they should have done. They might as well with the amount of padding they did on Monday as well. Right, they had two hours worth of yeah. of part of one and part two and part three of HOHs, and there was no way that like this combined was like a, a three hour experience. No, not at all. Yeah, it was like I looked at my watch, and it was just before I thought that they were going to have to start voting. I'm like, well, there's still another like forty five minutes. What 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 are we going to do? And where is how is this exactly going to play out? I think the other thing that I have to speak to right at this hour is um, this was very underwhelming, the whole celebration, the confetti, like not that it's normally this massive thing, but there's a cheer of the crowd when you come out, right? Uh, normally when you have a winner. And this was, they just walked into the back backyard, basically, because they, they made look like, the front of the studio, yeah, uh, where Julia's, but Julia's not there. There's no audience. They had Cody's family on this monitor, um, so he could see them, I guess, at least. But uh, and and as they were kind of like hugging towards the end, 
you're like, well, I've just spent the last hundred days with these people. Like if you're in putting yourself in their shoes and they, I know that they're on a TV show, but this was a little bit, um, it lacked excitement. I think, you know, I, I don't know how big brother 22 will ultimately be remembered, but I think it ha- it will just be remembered as the pandemic weird season. You know, it, we'll see how the next few years play out and we don't know what, we don't know how this particular point in history, uh, will go on, but, this was a weird thing to me. This season, I honestly feel this season will be like not remembered. It, it will be, it's going to be like one of those seasons where it's like, okay, I remember the racist seasons. And I, I remember the seasons that were like <laughs> the Paul seasons. And then they had the right. pandemic thing. Who won that one again? I don't know. Cody. <laughs> Congratulations, Cody. It just, like even Julie seemed bored. Like she wasn't as exciting or chipper about like they got to the end. The questions seemed basically like they repeated themselves. Like I, I, I was I was drifting asleep again. And I was like, wait, didn't they just ask this question? Like, is that what they're gonna use the question for? Like the only bit of excitement I got was during um the <laughs> final three eviction, right? And and the outcome of that, that was the, the smidgen of excitement I got. The rest of it was pretty predictable. It was pretty, it was pretty sad. Yes. Well, let's talk about some of the good things here. Uh, and I think my favorite thing tonight, Jamil, I am just glowing over Cody cutting Nicole here in this final three. <laughs> this, her, her, her reaction, the, the cutting to her during like the jury segment, um, even her whole like interview with Julie, we have to break all that down. Uh, it was great, you know. As a Nicole hater, a self-professed, I you know, and self-admitted, I was just glad to see this. Like you know, this is what I'll remember always. Uh, how I, I needed a little bit more shade from J- from um, from Julie. To, uh, she should have brought up her wedding, right? Um... Yeah, is Cody invited to the wedding, or is now Janelle <laughs> been reinvited because of this? Because now. <laughs> These people oh moved over. Oh my gosh! Have you heard about your job prospects? Best it was the move. It, it was the only move that made sense. This, like, look, you, you, like, two in the hand is better than um. Wait, one in the hand is better than two in the bush, right? You don't be cute when you get to the end of Big Brother, right? Cody has played a very strong game, right? A deserving winner in terms of this season, all right, and. Bringing Nicole is too cute, right? You bring Nicole, you bring um Enzo, just like last time he should have brought uh, Victoria, and it would have made sure that he won, right? It doesn't matter if it looks, it doesn't matter if it looks weak. If you played a strong enough game, people respect that you took out the stronger player. There was no talk about him. And Survivor does this all the time. This BS about you should have like competed against the best at the end. It's like I did, and I won, and then I got to I got to choose who I got to get to the end with. So yeah, that's me competing against the best. They weren't good enough, and that's why I won. Um, from PH. Uh, What's PH? Philadelphia, or is it the Philippines? Because either way, got love. Hey, yeah, and that one's that one's I'm not as uh, quick with, but um, yeah, like I think that taking okay. The, here's my question: Is Nicole smart? I believe 
even though I don't like her necessarily, I think she is intelligent. She understands how to play the game. She has a pretty good read of things. She, we saw here in this, in this final HOH, you know, that Cody and Nicole, there's not a lot separating in terms of like competitiveness. Like she plays up this adorable aspect of her character or personality, but but she's actually a quite coordinated, capable, uh, smart person too. like just, you know, intellectually. Um, And so how could she not see this coming? Because how could Cody not do this? Jamil? Cody took Derek in BB 16, the season they played six years ago together, Derek, Nicole, Franzel, uh, Cody, you know, uh, at least like if, if she knows Cody, she played that season. How can she not see this coming that taking her, I think she was just counting on the fact that he was going to win anyway. And she wanted the second place and that Cody wasn't even willing to like roll that the dice there because he thought that potentially that Nicole could win. I think he was right. I think that certain people in that jury, like Kevin, were more inclined to vote for Nicole. Um, and we saw here this was a nine nothing sweep over Enzo, and we need to talk about Enzo and his whole reactions too. But and him, I'm actually happy he got second place. Really, in a lot of ways, but. Um, and how this a lot of people out. not going home with um the extra cash they thought they were good philippines what up philippines what it's up like tomorrow morning there isn't it or is it uh, it's, it's quite a bit ahead of us yes in the time zones but I hey wish did I... you watch bb22 finale well um i wish i had some celebratory chicken joy but unfortunately wasn't able to go out there today but uh um, this is where I feel I should say something in uh, like, uh, like I I don't know any word. I, I work with a, a wonderful Filipino woman, and I don't know any words to to to, to greet you with. I feel bad, um, but like you know, no, shoot us a message. Shoot us a message about it. <laughs> he says <Right>? yes. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it was. And yeah. so okay. Your question about Nicole, did she think at all that Cody would take her? And she did, because that was the plan, right? I'm not like, I know people like, oh, I don't believe the conspiracy theory. I believe in the conspiracy theory. I think that there was a plan from the get-go, right? A pre-alliance prior to the start of the game, and um, Cody backed out of it, rightfully so, right? You got to do what you you got to do what you need to do to win, right? And yep. regardless of how many handshake deals you have and everything like that, like let's be honest, we are result oriented. That's that's how we are, right? As a, a population, as a society. And at the end of the day, when they scroll down and look at Big Brother twenty two, they're gonna see Cody as the winner. They're not gonna see Nicole. They're not even gonna see Nicole as runner up, right? Second place is Enzo. You lost. Sorry, you got played. That that's at the end. That's the end of it. That's well, it. Saw, that's it, yo. <laughs> Danny got played, uh, and Nicole got played. And ultimately, Nicole still votes for Cody. You know, she's <laughs> well, not even right. She, she look if she voted for Enzo, right? She would come across as uber bitter, uber bitter, like anyone. Like like, <laughs> so yes, look like. Even I, I'm not even there beside these jurors, 
and I could tell that it was going to be a clean sweep. And you don't want to be one of those those voices stating uh, like Enzo to win. That just it comes across as bitter, right? And th- in terms of her and her her um, let's say uh, her brand that she cares a lot about, she does not need that uh, at all. She does not need that. So right. I think it was it was it was kind of. I, I, you could see some of the people talking in the background. I'm pretty sure everyone was like pretty saying like, yeah, Cody got this in the bag, right? Like Kevin got uh, shown kind of talking off, um, off Mike, um, and I think he was saying something along those lines. Um, yeah, well, let's talk. And also, like, do you what show I wanted to watch tonight more of Jamil was um, the the Cody and Enzo talking to each other in the final two chairs when they thought that nobody was listening to them. They're but laughing at like, me, yo. They're, they're laughing, laughing at, at me, yo. No, they're not laughing at you, bro. They're just trying to joke. They were they were having fun. He's like, no, I, I you. It's just like I wanted more of that. The than... Cody, the Cody Enzo sitcom. Yeah. Look, look what um what um oh um Hales um Hales Hilsna Hilsna Hilsna. I'm so obsessed with Enzo tonight. He was just happy to be there, and it was so refreshing. Hey, he moved up. He went from third to second. All right, next time yeah, okay. he's gonna win. <laughs> in our draft, in our draft, which has uh, us two plus Jeff plus five others, um, you got second place. Jeff got first place, and I was out like in week three. I think I had Nicole Anthony and. Devon, who got America's favorite player, I might add. Kudos to you. So I, I at least I picked the America's favorite player. Maybe I should. Maybe that's what we should introduce to the draft. If you can pick that player, you get like. We need to introduce points. It isn't just about the winner and like the winner. A point system. Point system. Yeah, we should throw that out there. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Every jury member you get is worth so many points or something like that. How many HOHs? um, You get points for like. Everyone should get points. Like, if you don't hit the block, you get points. When you get taken off the block, you get points. Right? Mary thinks she should have been in a draft. Well, Mary, this is a very exclusive draft, so we, but we can we can definitely put a word in. So it's uh, it's... <laughs> the velvet rope. We got yeah, velvet gotta... rope. Well, we might have to, we might we might take the uh, the stanchions off there, but you know, it's uh, we need we need someone to 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 quit really actually first because we like having our eight people. We all get two, which is nice. Um. But, but also, you know what? Also, this is my suggestion. I'm just saying, if enough people subscribe, right, on yep. YouTube, maybe we do a subscriber draft, right? And yep. we I use like that point point. system. So subscribe. Let's say how many subscribers? You know, we'll talk offline. But there's something the, the that dozens we're thinking about. And dozens we have, yes. We're, we're, but it's. <laughs> We're building these things. We're growing our numbers here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting week by week, episode by episode, and talking about this whole summer of Big Brother or summer slash fall, I suppose. Um, yeah, like, yeah, but good for you. Good for Jeff. Like, you know, you guys, I, and, and I guess good for me for Davon. Um, and just while we're on Davon, you know, her as America's favorite player was not Janelle, Jamil. That's what you have been saying. It's, it was going to be Janelle or. I want to know her. who the top three. I want to know who the top three were. Well, we only we we got the. It was interesting how they did it this time because they told us the top two was Davon and Tyler. Yeah, did that surprise you? 
Um, I knew Tyler was going to get a set of votes. I didn't think he was going to get that much. I want to know what was the second place amount of votes. Was it like 800,000 yeah. votes and Devon had a million and there was only like, you know, two twenty, you know, 200,000 in between? Or was it like a major gap? Maybe it was like uh, Devon was a clear winner with a million and then like Tyler was like 450 and then third place was 400 and... 350 and so like we don't know right yeah we'll never um, we'll never know <laughs> but, but it's interesting uh, it's interesting to to see that and plus we're taking an honor system it's not like they have like um erston young you know with like the envelope well, <laughs> saying we've erston tracked young, the numbers yeah. we're, we're tracking the numbers to make sure that this is on the up and up we just have to take their word that this is the official vote right Ernst and Young, uh, Ernst they, and Young. They, they screwed up that uh, that that Oscar thing though. With they uh, gave the wrong envelope to Warren Beatty or whatever it was. Um, when it was remember that when it, they said they said they they said La La Land won, but it was actually um, the other one. Um, Min- Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. So <laughs> I said Moonlight. Moonlight. Yes, you are correct. Moonlight. That right. brought a little bit of excitement to that Oscars, honestly. And you know what? It would have been interesting if it said, congratulations, Enzo. Oh, oh wait, sorry. No, actually, it's Cody. <laughs> yeah. Enzo would have had like a fit. Right. <laughs> I also just kind of want to talk about like even the first hour of this finale tonight, because yes. I, we've been kind of we've been kind of going on like what the sort of the results were. But um, just how this all played out, I took a lot of notes. Um, there was uh, even the beginning of this episode. So you have like the typical like, OK, we go in. From from fade from black, it's Julie on stage. It's always quiet, and that part's always working, right? Every time she comes in, you know, it's it's like, you know, the the, the house guests. We we're here all week, da da da. But uh, now, but then when she goes, welcome to Big Brother, and then there's no crowd. That's where it kind of usually goes off. But then yeah. you go into the announcer, and it's just like normally. So it mostly works, but it still feels weird. Um. And and we get this we get this part two of the uh, HOH between Cody and Enzo here. Now Enzo goes first, but I guess my first question is this learning curve between Enzo and Cody tonight. Uh, like we saw here, okay, we we get the result, which is that Cody does this in four under five minutes. Enzo thirty four minutes. How how what why the disparity? Um, because. <laughs> The actual thing is a puzzle. It might not seem like it, but it's a puzzle. So, one, you have him doing a puzzle. And then, like, Cody also gamed the system. Because Enzo kept going on the beam back and forth, trying to keep his balance, when he didn't really need to. Right? Right. Plus, Enzo wasn't reading the question properly. So, we we don't know how long he got stuck at specific places. Uh this was the down that Enzo can't tell the difference between two and three. No, he's reading it too quickly. Like the adrenaline is is pumping, and he's like, he's like, uh, this wasn't the, the competition for him. This, this, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of this competition. I'm not a fan of these competitions that they had for HOH. I think that this being like this pandemic's final thing, they should have went all out. And they've really, like, it was bare bones, I felt, this entire competition was. These competitions were. I didn't like part one. I didn't like part two. And certainly, um, 
they should have called it high fidelity actually the third one but still right or some kind well, of yeah, I didn't love this competition either. Like the, 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 the take the picture with the pigs or whatever, not in there, and and this just this huge thing. But I think I think the bigger thing to talk about is just Enzo's reaction to the whole thing. It was embarrassing. And it was tough to watch, man. And I think he's got to have a hard time looking back at that, especially considering he went to final two. But maybe, just maybe that rant got him fifty thousand dollars because maybe, but they didn't. No one else saw that. It's not like. Enzo was just, you know, I guess to Nicole, maybe because she ends up becoming a juror, but the rest of the jury doesn't see it. But she was not going to mention that. Like, she didn't yeah. have like time. She didn't have the time to say, guess what Enzo did when Cody went part two? Like, that's nor did she use her question to kind of expose that. Right. right. Um, yeah. And nor did Enzo even bring it up, really. Right. He could have no, said no. that. He could have said Cody. That a, Yeah. Cody didn't need to, but like, Enzo could have said, uh, I manipulated Cody into a false sense of security by just totally dogging that last one. Um, if they're not showing the jury, then why not? Right. And I get it. Like, I get that you, Enzo, you played 10 years ago, you came third, and now you feel like it's good. That was what was going to be happening again here. And I get that's frustrating and not what you wanted, but. Uh, yeah, it's not a good reaction, and I I think ultimately I I assume he doesn't feel good about this, but uh, who knows? Um, like I don't like to lose, right? That being said, there's there's a difference between like oh man, I did horrible, and you you're kind of to yourself and beating yourself up, and then there's the awkward I'm gonna say it extremely loud in everyone's earshot so that like they can feel like awkward about me just like he lit i'm surprised he didn't like jim carrey liar lars start kicking his own ass in the bathroom because that was the next step that he needed to do like even when they got in the house he was still doing it it was awkward it, it was, was yeah yeah i guess i don't know I, I i thought it was too much i think nicole and cody handled it as best they could um you know what's that saying to you so <laughs> Uh, and speaking of uh, everything in like the bathroom, but like we have this scene with Nicole and Cody in the bathroom by well, they're at the rubber ducky couch or whatever, talking about, I guess, basically, will they cut each other? Right. You know, this is a conversation they had at some point uh, in this past week. Will you know, and neither of them will admit to each other that they'll cut each other, of course. But they just say, what if I hypothetically and if, you know. And Nicole, this plays into, of course, when Cody will cut her later on. Um, and I think that she very possibly would have cut him. I don't know. It's hard I to say. Know. I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. But it's, it's uh, you know, we saw it coming that Cody was way more willing. He had this. He was speaking to this weeks ago that he was going to cut Nicole at some point. Uh, when You know, he wants to win more than her. So once again, I go back to talking about brands and Nicole's brand she cares about and it looks terrible if she lost to Enzo which she possibly could have I don't honestly think that Enzo played well enough to, to deserve to win that being said having Nicole as a two time winner that's hard for me to swallow but like losing to Enzo is kind of embarrassing Well, that's, yeah, that's, what that's, like, that's like Paul losing to her see what I did there well, no one wants to lose Danzo. They say that, like losing Enzo would be embarrassing. That would be like losing 
to Paul. But why? Why? It's just because he's just he's not a great player. Is that why? It's not a sexy win. It's yeah. not a sexy win. Like that, and that was the whole thing, and that what tripped up Cody. Right? Cody's like, I'm going to take loyalty. If I beat Victoria, then that is hardly a, vi- a victory. Dummy, it is. It is. It counts as a victory. Right? Once again, when you look at the line, it says Cody won Big Brother 16. That was 16? Uh, Cody won 22. No, no. I mean, like, Derek won 16. Yeah, 16, yeah. Right? That's what the line would say. Cody, you won 16. Right? Loyalty is great up to a point, right? It, then it becomes an individual game. You don't get bonus points for taking your ride or die to the end. You well, okay, what, because what that was... is a vote for you, possibly, if you played your cards right. Then what happened here? Why? Why? How can... Nicole had a pregame deal with Cody that, you know, and so I guess we need to skip ahead to her because we're just talking about this first hour and, and you know, the fact that they were talking about cutting each other and this is what exactly happens. And, you know, I just wrote her here. She says, I didn't see that coming. What's with the blue screen? Something She goes, something's up. I knew something was up when Cody got all those questions right and he was actually trying to win that hard. Um, yeah, he could have thrown it and I would have taken him still. That's... Has that been Cody's game? Cody has controlled his own destiny from beginning, middle, and end, right? Even from behind the scenes, he really didn't take a back seat. So you're thinking at the at the cusp, at the finish line, he's gonna pull up? Nah, no, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know why she even thought that was a possibility. Yeah, I don't really get it. Like, I I think she just wanted her fifty grand. She was she kind of knew Cody was gonna win, I think, but she just thought there was a chance she she might win. She was gonna at least give a great speech for a chance at it. And I think that that's I think she just thought that Cody and her had this more of an unbreakable loyalty than ultimately Cody she, did. She's she's short fifty thousand dollars for the wedding, and she's like, well, I gotta. <laughs> How am I going to handle the deposit now? No, I was fine with this. Like, uh, it was, it was whatever. It was like, I don't want Nicole in the final two. And like, at least Cody won, uh, you know, at least we got Enzo there. I, you know, it's too bad that he had this rant in the first hour, but because it kind of made him winning the 50 grand a little less. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I felt a little ways about it. Yeah. It, it makes things up. We go to commercial, and then we got this jury segment. Um, we got Christmas comes in to join the jury. Who said uh, that she was going to come in like a um, house of flames um, when she came into the jury because she had so much to say? Didn't really, didn't really um, do that at all. Didn't. Yeah, like I Christmas. Yeah, this okay. This jury segment. Um, David asking questions like, what is jury management? And uh, what was going, you know, just. So, okay. I think, I think, um, I think David understood what his role is, right? And in a lot of popular movies, they always start off a movie with a character who is new to the situation, Right, whoever's a rookie, someone who's in training or whatever, and that person asks the stupid questions so we as the audience can get the answers without us ourselves asking the stupid questions. Right. That was David Roll. 
what is jury management? And it's like his what question, is, <laughs> what is jury management? Like you'd roll your eyes if the, like any all-star sees is like, really, bro? Like, haven't you seen this show before? Right? Didn't you know that's the reason why Paul lost? Yeah. <laughs> like they have these the I I felt very like I, I, I assume it was edited in a way to try to make it like, well, we should talk about Enzo's fine points. And we should talk about Nicole's fine points. But it seemed like when the points were coming up regarding Cody, it seemed a lot stronger. Whereas, like, it was, well, you know, Enzo was nice. And he never got on the, put on the block. We were never targeting him because um, he was a complete afterthought. An afterthought that couldn't control his own destiny, though, which is not good. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Um, also, in this jury segment, we had Dave on, who was going on about Nicole Frenzel. And there was kind of this whole debate about Nicole for a good portion of this jury segment. And, uh, you know, Nicole or Dave on said, that they were building a friendship in the rebuilding their friendship in the house, and that Nicole preyed on that P R E Y Jamil, not P R A Y. That's so, right. So she's been watching Julie's segment and she didn't want it to be a uh, misconstrued. Yeah, this is not about <laughs> praying in the P R A Y sense, that but yeah, anyway, I was like, that's an interesting take I, like uh, Christmas. Christmas should have kn knew her role and not really said anything. Like I don't necessarily agree with with Davon. I can understand her hurt though, and the reason why I say that is Devon. Um, she felt that she was the bigger person last time and voted for Nicole, right? Regardless right. of how she felt for her to win, right? And then she's like, "Okay, this is our second time around. Like, you know, I feel we're in a better place." let's like let's make sure that we keep ourselves like to a higher standard right and she felt a ways about it right i honestly think that if it was nicole versus enzo davon would still vote for nicole right she would feel a ways about it but i think she would like separate feelings and game right davon said that she felt that um this was personal and with all games, it's always personal. Even when people say it's business, right? You get hurt feelings. Enzo losing the way he did, that was personal to him. It's not that Cody did it on purpose to beat him that badly. That's just the situation. Same thing with Nicole. Nicole was in a situation she decided, yes, to do a game move, but it's still technically personal because Davon, with no power whatsoever, if let's say Nicole told her the truth, what would have happened? Was Devon gonna rally the troops and then David and um, and uh, uh, Kevin were gonna team up against the house? No, they were already doing that, and it wasn't. It was ineffective, right? Right. Ugh. I get. I I actually I do. I do kind of, I understand Davon. Yeah, I understand why Nicole did what she did. But anyway, but just also in this jury segment, uh, Mary's saying here, she didn't like what Kevin said, that Cody didn't manage him. Um, okay, what do you think of that, Jamil? Like, did you feel like Kevin's playing, Kevin ultimately votes for Cody here, but like. Is Kevin he, playing victim. Is he playing too much of a victim? Yes. 
if if um if a previous uh, player was saying he would say that um uh, Kevin was making victim noises. Um, <laughs> was, that, was that the other Cody? Yeah, it was the other Cody. <laughs> it was the other Cody. Um, Kevin for being and you know what? Say what you will. Davon won something, um, and I felt that she was in control of her own destiny. I felt that David tried to make some moves. The only thing Kevin did is he won one veto. And it didn't even feel that it was like an important move as much as David's or Davon's. He spent the majority of the game out of touch with what was going on, having no actual power to do anything, right? So I'm sorry, you, as you head out the door, I don't necessarily care about how you feel you're sliding slighted because you can't do anything you've proven that you can't do anything right so why should i worry you're not a social threat at all he was not a social threat uh threat what change did he affect in this entire game not a thing he has repeatedly lost in vetoes i think he played a lot of vetoes in comparison to like davon and david and he stunk up the joint right no mm-hmm. HOH wins like whatsoever or even close. Like Davon threw hers away. Where was he? Nowhere, nowhere close. Right. So, like, there is respect is a two way street, and he wasn't really respecting himself in the game by doing anything. And he wow. talked too much, just like me right now on this whole Kevin point. Well, hey, that's what we do here. I know, but it's like we're talking on a subject that I feel isn't warranted. Kevin's game wasn't warranted. Look, I picked Kevin. I picked Kevin. And I feel, and I'm like, dude, like, be quiet. <laughs> it's like, he should just say, you know what? I'll plead the fifth. Right? Why yeah. wasn't, why was the, the, the question, like, his question was, um, what did you feel that you did differently? Was his that one? Look, he had one, one. He had one. He had one of the questions that was identical to what, like, like th- that was on. also like these questions they gave to Enzo and Cody were nothing, but um, whatever. Okay. But okay, just so the jury. I agree with you, Mary. Kevin, yeah. be gone. Kevin, Kevin, be gone. be gone. With 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 the rest of this jury segment, like they talked, to, they kind of were weighing the pros and cons. I always hate this because they're just going to tell you that they're just going to edit it to show you that there's good and pro, but. Definitely, these juries are leaning one way or the other. Uh, we don't get a ton of indication here, other than Nicole maybe has a, a, a shot. And I, I, I like we can speak to this um, when we get to that point, which is coming right up because we have the final HOH competition next, and that Cody does choose. And I agree, it is the right move because if he's in the final two with Nicole and she gives a great speech and he doesn't know where the head of the, what, what, where their heads at in on the jury. She could win for sure, and then he loses to Derek. Like it loses to Nicole if he lost to Derek. And why he'll be the he new lose? Paul. He'll be the new. He'll Paul. be the new Paul. And so, even though as much as he he hates the idea of losing to Enzo, I think he knew that the odds were he wouldn't. So, and he was right, you know. But this final HOH competition, Jamil, let's let's talk about that. Okay, let's break that all down. So this was the vinyl exam. Because it was all records. Uh, Very clever. Really? He's, I don't know why we can't make these final HOHs more 
like I think they tried to put some bazaz in it, I guess, but like it's but it's so easy. Like most of these questions are incredibly easy to, but especially for them who are studying days and yeah. who goes when, and like it might be hard for the casual to answer these questions, but these are not hard questions for Cody. As we saw, Cody got all eight in a row, and Nicole only missed the first one, which was the Ian backdoor techno. I think she was just she was feeling guilt, Jamil, about her. And that's what. <laughs> That's what messed up her thought, her thought process. Yeah, just for that one, and then she she didn't miss one after that. Um, what was so that if, they like? had, if they had a King Kaser question, it would have threw Cody off. Oh, for sure. If we had <laughs> had a a Janelle or a Kaser question, yeah, they that could have fumbled them. Like, okay, like, and we can talk about all the different um, themes they gave to each of the jurors that they asked them about. But how, did this competition do anything for you? No, no. I was, I was. I was bored. I thought, okay, maybe it'd be clever, but no, it wasn't. It kind of played to what we were expecting. I was watching it with my sister, and my sister kind of chuckled at um, Danny's days and Christmases. Um, but everything else was just like, come on, dude! Like, yeah, you guys have all this time with the 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 house guests, uh, and it just seems so lazy. Everything. Like literally, they they got some. There was probably like a record store down the street, and they just like that closed down because <laughs> COVID. And they just probably like, hey, uh, we want to buy some of your your backing and your um your your structure of your your setup. And they reeled it over, and um, they put some letters on the back of some vinyl, and that was it. It just it just seemed lazy. What about the disco for days with Devon? No, I thought Otev was clever. Clever. Kevin Jury dance party? No, gosh, no. Christmas? What? No. Hey, David Rookie Rock is more your style. If no, <laughs> uh, no, no. I, 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 sorry, no, no, no buys. Uh, Danny Folkfest? Would uh, you want to go to that Folkfest, Jamil? And um, I like, hey, I had a good time at Little Fair, um, but I don't know if I'll, I'll enjoy that one. Okay, uh, what about Tyler Soundwaves, the on the beach style? Uh, I, th- I thought there should have been ty- uh, Tyler Title something, like Tyler Title New Wave or something. Or... What did you think of Tyler's shirt tonight? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I was actually talking to my sister about this one, um, this specific thing. I had a shirt like that when I was eight years old. Um, I distinctly remember it because I had it at one of my um, birthday parties. And in the picture, I wish I had the picture immediately. Um, plus, he's ready for Halloween when he wants to cosplay as Weird Al Yankovic. Um, <laughs> he looked like Weird Al Yankovic to me. Oh my god! He was so he looks very thin and lanky. Like he always has been, but he's yeah. even more so. And he's he's just got. But this shirt he had on, I was like, this is not a good look, Tyler. I don't know. I, I you need to get Angela. The, the, clo- the clothing look. Look, let's talk about the clothing for a second. There, some people look better than others. Nicole looked like she was. She got into her mother's clothing and um, found like um, uh, a sheer top and put like a um, her mom's business attire on top of it it looked awkward cody i don't know know if both of these people is is cody literally going on um 
on leave? Like, is he hanging with his wife who just got pregnant? And they're like, we're going to wear home clothes. I'm going to wear a sweater, right? That, that's I'm, I'm going to get my cardigan and we're going to hang out by the porch. That's the vibe I got from Cody. Um, Enzo looked like Enzo, which is like, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm 16 going on 34. Or sorry, or 42. Absolutely, yeah. because traditionally on the final night of Big Brother, you all three of these people would be dressed up in like a suit or whatever in their best, right? Your nines, yeah. You dressed to the yeah, nines. Up, up, dressed to the nines. And and they were all dressed casual, like very, very casual. Uh, even some of the jurors over were overdressed compared to those three. Yeah. Um well, yeah, I, were... I heard Nicole had a dress in mind and she wanted another dress because she couldn't fit. Um, she couldn't fit. She gained weight and she couldn't fit in her dress, which happens. And but a lot of people are also saying that the dresses she brought looked garbage. David did look like he he had like that's that's the type of casual that you need to have. Dress casual, right? You mm -hmm. you have your your shirt open a little bit, but it's a nice suit that's tailored and fits well. Like. That looked nice. Even Memphis, even Memphis, although he kind Memphis, of dressed like that yeah. all the time. Right? Way better than Cody and Nicole. I wrote here now, Nicole dressed as an office temp. <laughs> and then Cody with these like, uh, okay, he's wearing like this weird cardigan. Like, and he's got like these like ripped pants. Like, so his knees come through and it's like almost like, are you, you a know, fan I of ripped jeans? I I I I've worn the ripped knee jeans in my life, like. Okay. It's, it's, but this is not a good look for him. It's it, his outfit is 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 incredibly androgynous. It's just it's a, it's 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 a very strange. For okay. Cody, he was I don't know. Do you do you, Cody? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's 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 just uh, it's an interesting choice for his finale outfit. And on on all three, like at least Enzo was very casual, but he. I, I think he was the most he was the best looking of these three tonight. Yeah, I can understand that. Look, Nicole, Nicole thought she was getting to the the final two. She did. You know how I know from her shoes. She was not expecting to walk as much in those shoes because when she had to walk to the stage and she had to sit down with Julie and then go to the juror seat and then walk to vote. She was like, she looked like she was in pain, suffering with those shoes. Those were not like walking shoes. Those were like, I'm going to sit down and look good while I'm in the final two chair beside Cody's shoes. That's what they were. Yeah. No, I think she was blindsided by this tonight. Um, yeah. That's the breaks. That's how it goes. The, right. You know, and so he wins the okay. So we said we, we talked about the Tyler Sandwaves, we talked about Tyler's outfit. We had the Memphis. Hold on, before you go any further, that vinyl, vinyl exam. I'm pretty sure you were disappointed because you thought you were going to get to see some scales of justice. I thought they were going to get to go up and down, yeah, like yeah. they normally do, but that didn't happen. No, this was a pretty boring final HOH in terms of even setup. You know, but you can always just say, "Well, it's the pandemic; it's hard." And I guess so. So, and then uh, Memphis Nights was was the next one, uh, which they both got right, of course. And then the Christmas holiday hits, which I think we have to talk about that one. Yeah. So Christmas holiday hits. Um, what is there to say? I guess the thing <laughs> is to say is that she loves. She's she fully embraces her brand. We've talked about this before in the podcast. The fact that her name's Christmas. The fact that. 
it's they they love playing on that joke. She's all in for it. She's like, if that gives me Julie's job, it's oh, you know, she's. I'll... I thought Nicole Anthony was going for that. Well, hey, it could be it's either, it could be both of them. Maybe they'll be the team, Christmas and Nicole Anthony. It's a weird team, actually. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, like I can crush you. Mary's thinking that Nicole knew about this because she was crying before she got evicted. I think he gave her the news like after he wins this HO final HOH, or he somehow tipped his hand yeah. before he actually did it. Yes, you're right. She definitely, even the way she reacted in the speech she gave him is in the final two speech, it he had given her some kind of a warning in the minutes up to that, I think is what, what this was about. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I wouldn't have done this to you, etc. So it's almost like, yeah. <laughs> and that's why you're a loser. La who za her. Yeah, I was happy, man. I was like, when he did it, I was like, good, man. Like, Cody, you at least you learn six years later, you're not gonna make the same mistake twice because I did not want to get on this podcast and have a conversation about Nicole winning Big Brother again. Look, um, after Cody brought her to the finals I, right. I i did not want to have that type of conversation at all no. i don't think the jury wanted to have that conversation either i think that this all you know it's all nice and neat and it's tidy but it's it's what it is but you know it was good um the root and then enzo's just like jubilation that he was the root the root, <laughs> the the root, root is on fire <laughs> um because they they say you said that it sounds like the roof that's why i said it that way it's not even about that, yo. yo it's, it's not even about that, yo. It's not even. About, oh, that's what Cody said to Enzo. It's not even about that because because it was like that moment after Nicole walks out. He goes, "Listen, man, like you know, she's a nice girl and everything, but uh, she's won her money before already." He's like, "It's not even about that, yo." He's like, "Yo, man, yo." It was just like a series of yos, but um, <laughs> from the root. The root. We talked. We talked about Nicole's interview. Uh, the only thing we didn't really talk about was the ma- the mask that clearly wouldn't fit her face either, and she kept fiddling with it like constantly, driving me nuts. <laughs> right, but uh, Nicole, yes, her little you're, you're right. The shoes, and then she gets to join. This is why I guess they did the masks all season was for this, so they they could eventually join. I guess to sit to protect Julie, but it yeah. was also. It was also so that the you know that that Nicole could join their bubble at this point, or whoever the, the you know, social the, circle these final jurors were, especially yeah. this one, whoever this final three juror was. Um, and Devon predicted because Julie said, well, "Devon, who do you think's walking through there?" And she, I think she she said, "If they're smart, they'll send out Nicole." Yeah. So is that saying Nicole had a pretty good shot at winning this tonight? I like think she, she did. I think she did. Yeah, I think she did too. I think that uh, it would have at least been close. Uh, it would have been a lot closer than with Cody and Nicole than it was with Cody Enzo. and Enzo. Clearly, Oof. yeah, yeah, Cody. Uh, yeah. Those pants, Cody. Yeah, it's with those ripped knees. Oh my god! <laughs> you just you commented on it twice. <laughs> I wrote it down twice. Yeah, I also have here like, and then they got into the questions, which I just thought Cody's Cody was well rehearsed. For a guy who talks like a grade seven girl, like he, uh, he, 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 oh my gosh, like grade seven. 
Well, like you know, just like a, like a like a like a middle school like you know a tweener or whatever, right? Like you know that he like I'm doing it right now. He talks like like this, like that, like that, da da. Um, the reason he connects so well with certain types of people, in particularly women, uh, I think, is because of that. And uh, but this was not that version of Cody. This was the well-rehearsed public speaker Cody, who can mm-hmm. be quite elegant. And uh, and he he was. And then in comparison to his uh, his uh, debate uh, rival in this, yo, yeah, Enzo, Enzo. Well, I think that, and they were laughing. You know, I I get that they're not laughing at him, but I understand why that was a little unnerving for him in some ways. Um, and they said, well. Enzo, what, what's, what is it about you? And he said, this is the first time in 10 years, in, I mean, the two times he's played, that he's ever been on the block, and it's for the final two. Is that true? No. He was on the block, um, and that's how he got eliminated in final three. But that's not the block. It's You're still sitting down. Right? He, he got eliminated in final three. He was in Nicole's position. Okay. Right? So... Like who? Like the person who won a, the final HOH got to stand up, look at the two people sitting on the block, and then vote on who who's taking. So it's, it's yeah, it's a technical yes. You're on the block in that sense. You're you're eligible for eviction, effectively. But um, but it's not the same, I guess, to me as like a true whether you have a a vote and there's two people on the block all week and those kinds of things. Um. So I thought that was impressive, but then, yeah, then Cody pointed out, well, he just was on the block two seconds ago, but I brought him here. And, and it was a good counter-argument. From yeah. And then we just keep, get, we keep cutting over to Nicole with her bitterness uh, as this is going on, which is great. I loved it. I was like, she, more she, of that. Yeah, she, she was obviously... You can just te- tell, even from the way she was rocking with her legs, right? She was very agitated um, by, the, by the situation, by the predicament. Um, she mm-hmm. lost like what can everything you, you can see her. She was like, she was fuming, she was fuming. Uh, mm-hmm. she couldn't even look at Cody when she went up to ask her question. It's um, just like Keith Nail, it's not a part of the plan, they didn't follow the plan, right? The one answer I think Enzo gave that really sunk him here was where he goes, uh, because they were asking him like how he played, he goes, I had no targets the whole game. What are you talking ta- what? what? This is your speech. you had so you're telling everyone that you had no agency, you had like you were basically a tool like the competition that you you so you stated that like I had to win early so that I could um, prove to people um, that I could like win competitions. So even then you had no targets. So that meant like you you were basically uh, puppeted through your HOH and through your your situations of power the fleeting power that you had right it, d- it doesn't make a strong case whatsoever it's a terrible argument absolutely terrible right saying that you won earlier on and then you needed to win early on to establish so that you don't have to win for a good portion of the game that's a strategy saying that you had no agency throughout the game that's not a strategy. That well, is well. He he definitely had targets. Like he ta- he was talking about getting getting out Ian almost right from the beginning. And he had people he wanted out. Is that not the same? No, he was saying whatever people wanted to to say. That's why there was no like ill will. It was like someone would say, um, "I want to get like 
Danny and Nicole are, are sketchy. Dude, we need to get them out. We need to get them out of there, yo. That's what I'm saying. Blah, blah, blah. We'll, he's just acknowledging what they're saying or what they're implying and just going with it, right? He's He is, it's like, it's like hey, man, um, man, I hate Wednesdays and taking out garbage. You know what? We need to eliminate garbage, yo. That's what I'm saying. We need to get rid of it. We need to talk to the government. That's not... Enzo showing that he wants to eliminate garbage. He's agreeing with you and just expanding upon it. That's it. That's what he did. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, his speeches weren't weren't good. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like like, dude. Did you practice? Did you practice your speech at all? Like, I I thought. The only way he could have won was if he's like, um, that's what I'm saying, yo. Actually, what I'm saying as a Harvard graduate, uh, yes, I went to Harvard online in my 10 years that I was away from Big Brother, and um, I did a lot of public speaking. And um, amazing. <laughs> and then Cody would have been like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would have loved that so much, but that wasn't to be, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wasn't to be like I don't know. Like I was like after these speeches were over and Cody's, particularly Cody's uh, closing statement, I was pretty sure Cody's going to win. But what did you think of Nicole's question to Cody? Like it was just what was question? It, well, it was. Just, <laughs> I guess what well, was it a question? It, it, look, sometimes a question isn't a question; it's a statement or a point against the person. It it. It was a point that was basically a lobbed ball so that Cody can smash her, right? He explained eloquently why he didn't take her, and it made sense, right? She made that face, right, where he was like, well, I, like... You already won. (laughs) You've already won, and they're going to be like, well, why would, you know... Basically, because I didn't want to take the chance, but, you know, that uh, you've... Why would you... Why would I want to give you the chance to win again? Yeah. She didn't like that. She didn't like you're, that answer. You're you're looking to win your second when a lot of us haven't even won our first. It's like that's the truth. That's the whole reason why many of the time people didn't target you because they're like we don't we don't think that you are good enough to win twice or you don't deserve to win twice. And when you got in a position where you could win twice, this like there's no way you should put in a position where she could win twice and you haven't won at all. That makes no sense. It makes none. Now, no, it, I, Cody's not wrong to do what he does. It, it's just more of her like incredulousness. You know, she, she's like, what do you mean? But it's, it's, just yes. so you're it's at, like, you're right. She, she's so smart yet. She's not self-aware in so many important ways. It's just, it's, it's a little bit contradictory. And and then we get the the votes themselves, which, um, Dave, I don't understand the direction of this. Right. All they had to do was cut away when they're putting the the keys into it or zoom in their faces. But they're like, you have awkward. I'm putting my hand to block it. It looked weird and it looks stupid. It so weird. I, I is it, Why does it have to be this hard? I don't get it. Like it's. Or why couldn't they just like put the thing on an angle so that they can go like this as opposed to like having to slide it down and block it? It's like who, <laughs> I would I would be like, who is the intern who set that up? It's like, bring them over to me. 
you're fired. Please leave CBS premises immediately. Like it made the TV, it made everyone look stupid, especially Nicole, which I, I can say did get a little bit of pleasure from that. Hers right? was the worst, which she went like. <laughs> she, had, she had trouble zipping the bag, let alone D- David. David put down the bag, put it in, and then had to pick up the bag. David was the only person on the jury who almost went the wrong way when he got out of his chair. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. David. David's got a David. Thank David's you, David. has got a David. He's got a David. Um, yeah, it was it was whatever. And then um, then we had the pre-jury come back after that. Again, they're back. These five are back. They're so like Keisha got more airtime in these last two episodes than she ever did when she was on the show. Still at the Wakandan um consulate. She's, yeah, where, she's... where does she keep bouncing around to? What's Keisha <laughs> up to? I don't understand. <laughs> I was expecting her to go like this after the end of it. Wakanda yeah, forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a pretty uh, I something. Don't... Like Kesar came back, and I think Kesar went way longer. Julie had to interrupt him when he was giving his longer. Um, it was just boring. I, like, why did Kesar get to this? The question? entire thing was boring. The only reason why I wanted to see the pre-juror jurors, is to see some fire. And, like, Janelle gave a look. But outside of that, I think they got coached so well that they did not say anything controversial. Uh, because they, they they see what the outside world is seeing about this season, right? Janelle didn't say anything snarky about Nicole when he was like, I guess he didn't win, right? Um, Dave. Who was the pre-juror that did not get a, a question or get to talk? Did Nicole Anthony speak? Correct, Mundo. Zero. She didn't say a damn thing. What? And what do you read into that? What's your? Uh, I don't, I'm not quite sure why. There's only two people in this season that um, they're not going to do an interview for if they do like a recap of it, and that is David. Most likely, and Nicole Anthony, because there is no juice whatsoever. No juice. At least Keisha has a history on Big Brother and a memorable situation that you can look back to. What is the memorable situation with Nicole Anthony? Nothing. In this season? In any season. Even last season. What, what, in, her, what? Her, in her first season, I liked her because you know she had this thing with Cliff, and she had her. She was afraid of the birds and stuff. You right? you like her doesn't mean it's an important like thing, right? Yeah. Right. You you can look back. We'll remember Pow Pow because of that that uh, Zach Rand speech, right? Sure. Can you name every single person from that season? Uh, sixteen is one I know a lot. I know a lot of them, but not every single person. So, no. so sixteen, you know a lot of the people, but you still couldn't name all of them. Pretty close. Um, you said something you want to try at the end. I don't know. I, I should see if I can name them all from memory. Okay, but, but uh, like she is, she had like they thought. Okay, there's some juice here. The juice is gone. Juice is gone with her. Right at all, like there, there's no reason to bring her back. Same thing with David. David had his time. There's no reason his story was told. Right? Nicole- yeah, oh, it's it, it's been told, and we got too many sequels, David. Yes. So, like, 
I, I think that it's over for them. Keisha was memorable for that season. All the rest of the people, you can say something about, right? Nothing about Nicole A that stands toe-to-toe with the rest of the people. Definitely not even David. Right. Well, and and, and on that point, like, yeah, Nicole Franzel is not somebody I like personally. I like Nicole Anthony because they share the same name. But, like, uh, the, I think Nicole Franzel makes for a better TV personality absolutely absolutely um, i think nicole anthony's more of like a real life nice person that i want to see win yeah you know and that's kind of how this but, game goes but the people that i don't like are the ones who are good at it like cody and nicole franzel and i like i like enzo fine i guess but like it's I don't he can't win comps at the end that's the problem yeah well not if he's gonna align with cody like what does he think He's gonna beat Cody at the end, maybe. Like he was under the impression. <laughs> like <laughs> when he saw that competition. Sorry. When he saw that competition, I don't know how he thought in his head that it was gonna beat a timed competition. A time like have we not seen throughout the season how poorly he does in that? He knew he lost. That was not yeah. his competition. Well, yeah, like well, he's like that's the thing, is like you gotta beat you gotta win. At some other point. Yep. No, is Mary saying no? Well, Nicole ate um, this season when she blew up Janelle and Kaser's game. Well, yeah, like Nicole Anthony didn't do them those two any favors, but she kind of got gaslit by a whole bunch of people. But that's why Nicole Anthony not a good player because if she can be that manipulated that easily, there's then resent. There's resentment. There's resentment because this like. Let's be perfectly honest. This season banked on Janelle and Kesar being in it a lot longer. And the moment that they got off, uh, there was a... I, I bet we can look at the ratings. There was a distinct drop in ratings. She is partly responsible for the ratings of this season being in the toilet. Right? And why would you want to do business with someone that does not provide good TV? Yep, I have to agree with that. I think, uh, yeah, I think Mary agrees with you too. Um, it's I, like I didn't they know have their, they have their favorites. Like Tyler's their favorite. Tyler got like far, uh, like Cody, Nicole, all their favorites. But like, mm-hmm. they needed another side of the house, and Nicole got gaslit, and she got manipulated, and it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I guess you know. And, Okay, yeah. That's when that. That's when the season was lost. Tip uh, when the opposition couldn't mobilize right after the first strike, and it never recovered. Yeah, and just like uh, the only thing I kind of like, I'm sad. Like Cody deserves it, but like uh, the whole season, every testimonial with Cody was like how his perfect game might be in jeopardy from Kaser. Even tonight, having to hear about, oh, Kaser wanted me out. Well, you were the. Week one HOH. Who cares? Like, what are you talking about? You know, it's so yes, you he almost won HOH once or something, and then he could have been in danger, but you never were. So it's it, it's like, but you you talk about it like it would be the worst thing ever. Anyway, so it's just tiresome. It um, is. and and the Cody win is what we get afterwards, but we talked about that. Like, I, I don't know. I almost want to look ahead to next season, but <laughs> you know, is there anything 
from this fin- this finale that we haven't really gone through yet. We already talked about America's favorite player. Um, I, you know, what? the only thing I had that I felt that I needed to do, and I, I unfortunately I wasn't able to do prior to this episode, was go back and listen to the first episode <laughs> about been- what 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 my decision was concerning taking Kevin and Enzo. And um, I don't have any of my notes still, but the reason why I took Kevin and Enzo was because I, I thought these are two people who I think wanted to change their destiny. And it seemed like Enzo really wanted to do things differently this time. But he and didn't. He didn't at all. I didn't but, even watch his first game, but from what I've heard, he played the exact same game twice. Like, down to the like, I, I he's he's gonna want to control his own destiny, and he he got dragged again. The dude doesn't win competition. He got dragged again. Yeah, I just want to bring in bring in our draft here because you like, got my hopes raised for a second. Yeah, so okay, I'm like, like oh, yeah. Jeff's Jeff's coming in at the tail end to just kind of. I think he kind of tried for a second, but I don't know what the heck happened. All right, so the winner here is is Cody, of course. Uh, Congratulations, that? Cody! Congratulations, Cody! Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's bold. And all right, so Jeff, Jeff, whoever the hell he is, uh, sleeping. We have here. We got third place. Um, you, no, second place. I'm sorry, second yeah. place, runner up. Uh, for Jamil, with your 11th overall pick here with, with Enzo. Some value. And Jeff's, Jeff, who also won, gets the third place. And uh, final jury number. Um, but his his choice, what he picked... Um, like, he picked... It was his second choice, right? So... Was, well, yeah, it was it, basically because he, he had the second pick, right? Yeah. And we do a snake, so he got so Kaser went first in our draft, then Cody, then Janelle, then David, then Nicole Anthony, then you took I took Nicole Anthony, which was dumb. Okay, then you took Kevin Campbell, maybe dumber, I don't know. Um, and hey, so, he got to jury. <laughs> right? Well, Jane of David, I don't know. Like these these uh, these picks here Jane, in the middle. Jane had a, like a feeling about David. Once yeah, again, well, she felt that he was going to change his destiny. He never really got to play it, and he showed that he had a good sense um, of like how things like were panning out. All of that was not true. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was something. And then Ian was the uh, seventh pick from our friend Sean Memphis and Christmas, who went. Not only did they go back to back in our draft here, uh, taken by Daryl, uh, Jamil, but they also go back to back in the in their evictions, yeah. um, kind of, and maybe back to back in other ways or front to front. We don't really know. What? Uh, what? I don't know. And then, then Tyler, Tyler went tenth, which I think was incredibly low now in retrospect. And then you had Enzo here at eleven. So, yeah. Um, was I, I? I don't know if I was thinking about Tyler. Like, typically when I make my draft, I have, like, the ordered which I'm choosing from. And 
you know, sometimes people are ranked higher than others. And when it comes for me, I like, I have like a feeling in me where I'm like, you know what? I'm going against my order and I'm going to pick instead of taking my first, I'm going to take my third. Right. And I don't know if Kevin was my, was high up, but I knew I did not have. And so that's super low. And I ended up taking Dave on here at 12, which whatever, like, you know, I, I, I did. So what? I, I didn't get Danny. Uh, I didn't get Keisha. <laughs> so, so I didn't get Nicole Friend. Well, I, I guess Nicole Frenzel was the one I really should have taken. Uh, in, in, just looking back at this. So yeah, and and, oh, and Bailey was the last overall pick. And just to speaking to Bailey because she did get uh, a, a little bit of a moment tonight, Jamil, in that uh, that segment, whereas Nicole Anthony did not. And. I don't know. Uh, Bailey, they talked about the slick six and all those things and whatever. I'm not sure if why, that... Like, why, why are we still bringing it up? Like, slick six didn't exist. They had no power and they did nothing. What was the other... So he ta- she talked about her and, ba- and Devon, right? Bailey, yeah. But then there was like something and then it was slick slicks, but she, what was the other thing? Was it her and black or magic? Day? Did she say black or magic? Maybe. I don't know. I felt like it was like, there was something outside. I, of... I, I couldn't hear. My eyes were rolling too hard during that whole conversation. It was just, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Couldn't hear. No, no, no problem. Yeah. I just was like, here we go. Bailey. All right. <laughs> we're swag- I, I, you... Swaggy should have been in the background. Just like, I think, yeah, I would have liked to have seen some Swaggy C. I was always rooting for Swaggy C because this is a guy who will never win. But, you know, uh, yeah, he's rootable for that reason. Rootable? Yeah, he's not the rootable, but, you know, whatever. So it's um, that's Big Brother 22. So. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Well, some of us did it more than others, but you know, you, it, it was, uh, uh, where's that. Jeff? Jeff did not show up for this finale. Uh, you know, we might have to have a regroup on the whole season, I guess, or something at one point. Yeah, just let's look back, watch a I couple episodes, take some um, some hot takes we had. Um, I had a lot of hot takes. A lot of them didn't pan out, but still, <laughs> yeah. um, but still, you you have hot takes just because. Uh, but Dave, what are you looking forward to for Big Brother 23? Because they practically announced it and confirmed. They're like, see you next summer for Big Brother. So we're getting Big Brother 23. So- we are getting Big Brother 23. Um, I hope it's an all newbie season. I think that's what they need next. Um, no returning players whatsoever. I, that's my, that's my No Enzo, Enzo returning. <laughs> To be- Enzo, only Enzo can return. That's you know because I don't think he's gonna run things uh, like a Paul, like no mastermind returners at least. Um, question from Mary: Is Davon the first person of color to win America's Favorite Player? Ooh, I that's that's a fact checking type of situation there. Only one I can remember. Um, you know, Davon hey. is like the. Fourth jury member, a third jury member. It's kind of incredible she won America's favorite house guest, you know, from that standpoint alone. It is uh, history. Um, whoops. Okay. <sighs> let's see. Looking. Um, let's see. 
Janelle, James, Keisha, Jeff, Brittany, Jeff, Frank, uh, Alyssa, Donnie, James, 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 James yeah, um, okay, Victor, yeah. um, Ross, Tyler, Tom, Green, Nicole, Antley. She is the first woman of color. She's the first woman of color. Yes, and she's the first black person, right? And uh... yeah, so James won, and Victor, Victor, <laughs> yes, who. My sister says, "Just, oh, just embarrassing what has happened to that man." That man has turned into a, into somebody else. He is regenerated like a time lord. Yeah. Um, do you? And so was the runner up for um, for uh, for AFP in his, in his season. season? Um, uh, so was um, Danielle. So was Ian. Um, in um, in fourteen, he was runner up. Uh, Nicole Franzel was runner-up. Um, let's see. Yeah, she was not in the top five this time. Uh, I don't. I think her her likability has gone down. Mary's asking if her status as uh, a person of color was a uh, a contributing factor to her winning this. I I don't I don't think so, but I don't know. Like, look, whatever narrative people want to have for the reason why they vote the way they do. They're going to live by it, whether it be that it's they like the way she looks and she's hot and um, they like the way she played or they like what she stood for. They like um, to support uh, because of what she was saying. Um, she's a POC. She's a woman. Um, it's not Nicole Frenzel. There's a variety of reason. Honestly, when it comes to people winning something, sometimes it's better to be happy that they won. And we don't really need to go into the reasons of why they won, right? Especially when it comes to a fan vote, right? Like, yeah, my... Nicole Anthony won last time. Why? Because people liked her. She was a fan favorite, right? And, like, we can go into other details that she wasn't one of the people that was uh, difficult or controversial, um, she spoke to power a lot of times against that. Once again, doesn't really matter. She won. These others didn't. We should happy be happy about. Yeah, it. like it's possible some people voted for her for that reason. I guess, but like yeah. who knows? Like it's a it's millions of votes. So right. And if if it was Tyler who won, like in the history of it, one, two, like let's see, um, why didn't eight? My observation is the people who tend to win this are the most sympathetic people. I think Davon is sympathetic as a more as a mother more than anything. She's like this a single mother, and her connection with her daughter is very much about who she is. So I think that makes her particularly endearing, maybe compared to some of the others. Yeah, probably. I think with I think with Tyler, I think it had a lot to do with his battles with depression. And sort of how sympathetic that made him in the season, and sort of how a lot of people probably connected or related to that in some level. Um, what 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 are people going to relate to Nicole Franzel on? That she's like a pageant queen that wants to just be like see her name in lights. Like you know, I, there are some people that will relate to that, but I don't think that that's so. Uh, just to backtrack, America's favorite player. Let me be quick. Only thirty five percent of the winners for AFP have been women. Right, so that's six out of seventeen. I hope I got that math right. So, 
Like women don't traditionally win it. It's a better percentage than women winning Big Brother in general. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I guess we should be happy about that. Um, uh, it could just be that she was the least problematic in comparison to the rest of the people. Um, and really, that's all it takes. Right? Um, Mary Mary had a feeling that Facebook and Twitter, uh, from Facebook and Twitter, that, that Dave Allen was going to win. And yeah, like... Facebook especially tends to be pretty accurate in terms of what the mainstream audience is going to do in terms of those kind of votes. Um, more so than Twitter, I find. Twitter tends to be more of the live feeders, which I find are tend to be a little bit more obscure. But it, it ranges. Yeah. Like there's, there's, look, both there's, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of um, um, casuals who you know don't know what's happening on the feed. So the narrative that is being presented on television is what they're basing their voting on. And um, they can be a strong block, a very passionate, strong uh, block. So like that always has to be taken into account. It could be the reason why Tyler ha um, had a, um, a, pr a pretty good showing. Tyler's whole BLM going to quit thing could have been also a reason why. Once again, like when we start questioning all these things, we don't have definite proof or we never can. So it's kind of like, let's not worry about it. Let's just be happy. Hey, another woman won, a POC won. Um, you know, yeah. in terms of it, you know what? If Tyler won, I wouldn't feel so bad. All right. Um, if David won, I would have felt like, what the hell is this? This is kind of like thumbing your nose and stuff. Same thing with Kevin. Right, I would have been upset if Nicole Franzel won America's Favorite. That was, yeah. That's where I would have lost my mind. But yeah. <clears throat> so, Dave, yep. Big Brother twenty three. Mm -hmm. let, let, please speak to yeah. power. What you want to happen? What do you want to happen? I, yeah, like I said, like um, all new people. I think you can look at this in a few ways, right? Like I like that this pandemic season was a traditional season just to see. What is that like when we just play it out? Like this was a very like HOH veto. There wasn't a lot of twists. There wasn't a lot of weird resets and up downs and special protections and things like that that were used, which was boring because these players were boring. But I think what you re you need to create the conditions that are going to allow for the most entertaining season. And to do that, you have to create two sides of the house i think that is what you have to try to manufacture in some way that are going to be, have equal agency and desire to win um and uh, hopefully are both savvy enough to kind of see the bull through the bullshit which is what we haven't because the 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 casting is such a delicate balance i think right because you need a balance you need sort of a, a mix of dumb people but also smart strategic people like and if you have too many of one or the other it, it really can it can throw things off um so it's I, I i i'm not saying this is easy i think it's just uh something they really have to work on for this next season to make it successful and what, what else do you think? Is it like a type? Because our, we're in the social media age. We have been for a while, but 
we talked we've talked about this all the season that you know they all are instagram models who are worried about their images or whatever and how do you sort of get away from that can you even get away from that anymore? yeah I, I think you can because what you need to do is strip them down of what's of, of the basic things and then they'll start you'll see them start getting more catty you'll start seeing them being more uh, resentful of individuals there isn't enough situations where resentment can foster. Um, so in my opinion, I would like to see the return of food comps. Like we're in a day and age, especially now as this pandemic is happening, that you don't need less content. You need more, right? It's cheaper to do Big Brother than it is to do a lot of regular scripted shows. But you have to have content that's compelling enough to keep people interested. That's one thing, right? food competitions were great because it positioned people in the house where um, if you fail in this task, it, the whole house suffers. Resentment occurs. What would have happened if Tyler decided to take, had a choice between steak and tofu? He does not eat steak. He is vegan, right? And he accidentally or, or purposely took soy, um, the tofu, over the steak, right? People might say, I understand why you did it. But at the back of your mind, you know, Cody would have said, these muscles, right? They need, they need they to be need, They need, uh, that they was need meat. Yeah. But <laughs> Co Cody, like the same idea, like he, he needs to feed the beast, right? For him to perform. Some people can handle it, right? What happens if we have a situation where someone decides to take safety and over, um, uh, a luxury for the entire house and everyone has to end up being on slop for like not even a week but a couple of days there would be resentment it, there would be people trying to figure out who exactly is this person that did this to us right you need to you need to create tension cre create tension right Th this was great that it was a traditional big brother season in terms of the twists twists aren't the answer right rules that you set forth and having them deal with is the answer have um, proper have nots food competitions punishments from big brother that they would actually hand down right people want to sing you do it the whole house suffers sorry um haves and have nots everyone has cold showers right hmm. someone cheats in the competition or tries to pull a fast one or is talking about production, production strikes back. Position them in a way where there's tension. And once you have tension, there's a resentment. And once there's resentment, you will have the house split, right? There was not enough tension. The other side of the house, quote unquote, all the rest of the pieces were not providing enough tension to cause them to splinter or to question their loyalties. They were a roadkill for them to be run over create tension create resentment create a better season okay well mary says she's got something she says have two people come back that but they can't be in the game like like the coaches maybe a bb14 is it something like that and have them play against each other and the the teams change or play them against each other and the teams change every two weeks so yeah like like having sides or teams like they have tried these teams in the past they, they, they what like the house what was it the the house the house block did you just lose power computer turn monitors on 
Okay. But your whole background just... Yeah, I have like an auto timer to turn off my uh, lights and stuff. Computer, <laughs> turn on uh, over effects. I'm go. like, what happened? I'm like, um, Alexa's coming for you. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Stop because it. the computer didn't turn off, but. Yeah, <laughs> it's just powered down. Yeah, I know. It was just like, oh, we hit 1240. Uh, sorry. Yeah, so it's late. Um, normally, I'm not up this late. Or I'm not podcasting at this hour, at least. So, um, so, but we did it, Jamil. Yeah, we we made it through it all. Yeah. I, what else do I want for next season? That's it. I just want a good season. Like we're gonna get Big Brother Canada before that, hopefully. Um, hey, maybe we'll, we'll see. see you. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll be see talking. You. <laughs> we'll be like, Dave, dude, dude, why did you do that, Dave? Right? Don't trust Jamar. Don't yeah, yeah. Well, what were you thinking? I don't know. He seemed credible, Jamar and Min Lee. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Take the money. Think of all the gear you could buy. Uh, yeah, I am going to put in an audition video, and I don't think I'm going to get. It. This is my first time ever making one, so I don't think uh, I would get it. But um... it'd be my second time doing an audition video. First time was horrible. Horrid. I would imagine that they're all bad the first time. So I'm, but I got, I got to like sort of. Uh, that's uh, that's why I like in person, in, um, uh, like in person auditions. Yeah, in person, like in person auditions, I think would be more intimidating for me, like to get in front of a group of like judges. But I think I'd be better at it now than maybe. Well, it's it's not like a panel. They typically have like one on one, or maybe oh. two people at the same time. So I've I've done it. I've done it um, twice. I've auditioned three times um, for Big Brother Canada. I think at this point in my life, this would be the best time for me to audition. Like, this is the version of me that would be more equipped. Ooh, so. the version of you. Well, yeah, the older version, I suppose. Uh, the more... You'll be the daddy in the house with all these 20-year-olds. and I know, I would be. I'd be like the old guy if I yeah. were though. I'm 37. Like a, but... I'm hip. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm a dad, and I'm 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 older now. I guess, right? Yeah. Like, I I don't know. That's weird, but um, but they like at least Big Brother Canada does a good job of mixing in like you know a couple of age ranges. It isn't just all like twenty one year olds. You know, there's some thirty year olds, early thirties, yeah. some late thirties. I find that Big Brother Canada has been a younger show than the U.S. version. Generally. Really? Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's all over the place. And I find that the older people in Big Brother Canada tend to get targeted early. Um, so that's another thing. But As long as you're not a Suzette, you're going to be okay. Where can you watch BB Canada? Um, well, it's on Global TV. Um, or I think Global website. Um, I don't... There's ways Americans can watch it. I, there are there's definitely... My AmeriFriend Mary. You should always, always get a VPN. Get a VPN... And uh, a good VPN service, the one I use is ExpressVPN. I would suggest that get a VPN and then set your thing to Canada and uh, you can have some luck watching it. Plus, honestly, there's a lot of Facebook groups, Reddit groups that kind of make sure and set you up uh, to be able to watch that. It might be a little bit more work than what you're used to for BB uh, US, but I honestly strongly suggest people watch BB from other countries. BB can um, go back and watch old seasons of um, 
uh, BBUK. It's a very different show, but there's a lot of meat to that bone. BBUK, um, BB Australia, sorry. Uh, a group that I'm a part of is actually going back and going to be rewatching BB Can first season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do start seeing it, you might see me in the crowd because I went to a bunch of the um, the tapings. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, I was going to go this year, it was 2020, and then that got canceled. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's something I I would I would love the chance. You would I'd actually rather play the circle if I had to if I had to pick one. Even though I've been watching Big Brother longer, certainly. Um, the you watched the one season with the thick black girl. I think that I know who that is. Uh, if I if that the one. From that Alberta? wasn't. I think so. Yeah, like I can't remember off her, her name offhand, but yes, I think I know the one you mean. It's a good show. Like the thing about Big Brother is Big Brother's Big Brother, so you know it's um, like there's some differences between Big Brother Canada and the U.S. But really, you throw I don't know. They follow strangers. the same similar rules. Um, similar only, rules, like the, sixteen strangers go. You know, the only thing that and a lot of people feel very negative or positive about is the house is bigger. Right in Big Brother Canada, it's a lot more spacious, so there's a lot more places for people to talk, um, where it doesn't feel as constrained as Big Brother US. Uh, secondly, um, Big Brother does give punishments; they have no problem giving punishments to the entire house or or changing up how they do things. So it's like, hey, we're sponsored by Wendy's, so we're gonna have um, a Wendy's drive-through. Um, where you can get Wendy's food delivered to whoever wins a special yeah. competition. They'll do Canadian, stuff. Canadian re, uh, TV just loves product placement. Oh, you know, they love totally it. Pay for shit. <laughs> it's like Leon's, yay! Leon's home prize pack. Wow! And like, so technically, you actually get more money from Big Brother Canada than Big Brother US, even though US has a bigger cash prize. And Canada has a less one. It's because one, the way our taxes work, where you don't get taxed on the winnings itself, it's still taxable income, but it isn't taxable wins, right? Winnings, right? right? Um, And especially if you get like actual products. So if you get furniture, then they're not going to tax you on the furniture. It isn't necessarily an income. It's a gift. No, it's like winning a contest. Yes. uh, So it's it's a different. Thing. Yeah, the U.S. like yeah because Cody or yeah Cody gets his five hundred thousand tonight, but after he pays his taxes and whatever, maybe that's, he's got like two hundred and something. Right? That's why people complain. Like, uh, what's the motivation to go to Big Brother when if you get on Survivor and you win, you're winning a mil- You're starting at a higher point, and you like you'll still end up on a, a more money than big a Big Brother winner. So yeah. Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, I think Big Brother Canada is definitely worth checking out if you're American, if you're one of the viewers there. And we're gonna be covering that. Like, assuming that we're if we're not casted, uh, either of us or both of us, uh, then we're gonna be here to cover it. Maybe Jeff too. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's gonna be fun. I, I'm looking forward. To that. It will be around February, March is when that will come in. Yeah. So it won't be a celebrity Big Brother. They didn't talk about that tonight. Julie Chen didn't mention that. 
yes, I know the I know the season you mean, Mary. That her and the other girl were trapped in the room. Um, who the girl the girl who won a couple seasons ago the with glasses? One. I met one her with the glasses. Yeah, I met her actually. And that's the season she was, she's she, referred to. She was at my audition. Oh, she was nice. Um, Sarah, 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 yes. Yeah, and her friend was with a B. The name, the girl that she, you're speaking of, um, uh, Sarah. She was that's season three. That's three. Wow, that's three. That's season three. I remember her and Willow had a romance. Remember, yeah. and like Willow. That's the thing. The other thing with the BB Canada house, it's a little bit more sexually that was, fluid. That, that was the season with Godfrey too. That was the Godfrey season. Brittany, Brittany Blair. The Brittany, plus I, I knew it was a B. I knew it was a B. So looking at the the age range of that season, 27, 22, 21, 25, 22, 22, 31, 26, 22, 27, 25, 21, 26, 36, 29, and 41. Who was the first person eliminated? Want to um, guess? That season? Yep. Who? The oldest woman in the house, Risha, the waitress. Risha? Yes, I remember. Yeah, they got her out right away. But she was yeah. also kind of a. It was interesting they even cast her um, at all. In the and she came back. She came. Remember, they had like a, uh, like a, oh, a, yeah. buyback. Right Not a buyback. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. No, you're uh, thinking about the right person. They brought all of them back. Remember, this is the same season with Cindy with an S. Oh, um, Cindy with an S. Yes. Jordan, Jordan, Kevin Martin, who would go on to win. Kevin um, Martin. Yes. Nah. Br- Bruno. There's been some great personalities on Big Brother Canada. Yeah. Um, if season, season one, if no one has spoiled it for you, season one is a season to watch. <laughs> up yeah. and, Even up till finale night. Right up till the end, yeah. It's great. It's, yeah. Gary Glitter is a, is a yeah. legend. That whole that whole uh, Beast Coast Alliance was like an alliance that really stuck together. They did a really good job. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. I think it's a, good, it's a different game. It's a different dynamic, but it's also the same game in some ways. So if you love the game, you 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 will like Big Brother Canada. And I'm excited to cover that next because Emmett, big... Talia, Andrew, who was the oldest guy in the house that lasted long. He was 38. Um, Alec. AJ who sucked. The AJ that sucked. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm looking forward to that because like I think we've been I, I don't want to be never negative on uh, on stuff here. I think I really enjoy doing the podcast, but like the uh this Big Brother season because it's been some it was weird and we talked about the reasons why, but I'm glad that we closed the book on this season. But I'm glad that we've established a legacy of covering Big Brother. So that's been uh, great. Uh, Jamil, I want to say that this has been a pleasure doing this with you uh, and Jeff, where the hover the heck he is uh, right now. He's riding in the streets right now. Yeah. I won! He's <laughs> pushing over mailboxes. Cody's sending him that money. He's wire transferred that to him. <laughs> like, fast is uh, a thank you. Yeah, he's 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 living his best life. He won a bunch of bets, I think, uh, now, right, or something, or who won the bets? I can't remember who made a bet with who now. Oh shoot, but, yeah, I, we got to backtrack and look that. I think it's mostly with Daryl. Yeah, Daryl's gonna try shaking me down. He's like, it's time to collect. Yeah, you might, you might, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and you can watch it again. Again, I'm gonna write it down. You can watch. You can definitely watch it, uh, Big Brother Canada, Mary. Uh, there's. 
I don't have that info at hand, but you, there's if you get the VPN and or you you just go to. I'm Global. checking now. I'm checking right now. Yeah, it's easier for you to watch Big Brother Canada than it is for us to like watch live feeds or stuff like stuff that's from the states. So it can be done. Although Daryl refuses, Daryl, I'm like Daryl. There's ways to do this, and Daryl is always saying no. Um, he of all people should like be watching the live feeds and and kind of detailing that information to us. Well, he is Canadian. Like he just lives in. The but states. he's like, yeah, he's living in the states though. So, ooh, so on Global, um, which is the site that that airs and kind of produces Big Brother uh, Canada, they only have available on their site. Uh, Big Brother season four to eight. Oh, so the first three aren't there. But I, I look on YouTube, but there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube you can find, I think. Like, and I think you can have access to all the episodes. It even has the Big Brother After Dark as well. All right, Big Brother Canada After Dark. Man, there's so many episodes. You kind of have to scroll. Check that out. I gotta get my audition video together. So I think we gotta wrap up tonight. It's almost one in the morning. Um I've this is I had another podcast tonight, so I'm dying here a little bit. Just trying to I have some work stuff I have to do right after this, actually. Yeah, I got and I got I got this week at work has been it's just been nuts too. So um anyway, thank you. We want to thank you all out there who've been watching and listening, especially you, Mary. You've been our biggest fan, and we really appreciate the support and uh and uh, not to get political, but, you know, we endorse your Biden-Harris thing. We're hoping next Tuesday it goes well. Well, I, I am. I don't know if Jamil wants to get political. So it's... Uh, well, I'm very political. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, I don't, maybe I endorse something, actually, on your behalf. But, what so. I, I'll, I'll endorse something. What I endorse is people, please take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Um, please keep yourself in good health. Uh, my AmeriFriends... Uh, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. Um, U.S. Thanksgiving, the fake one, mm -hmm. but still have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy yourselves. Um, my Filipino friend um, that just joined us, uh, Jade. Um, Jade. Jade. Um, I hope you're enjoying the Christmas season. I know you guys start from since August, so I hope you're full of holiday cheer. Uh, take care of yourselves. Dave, um, I know Jeff isn't here, but... Uh, I am very thankful for going on this journey with you all. Thank you for having me. It's been a great time, um, a stressful time, um, <laughs> but um, it's been a great time, and I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't want it any other way. So, thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. We're glad. It's 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 definitely a win-win for for everybody doing this and and the other podcasts we do. And speaking of which, we also do uh, a whole bunch of Star Trek stuff. If you happen to like Star Trek out there, we do Live Long in Podcast, which is our other channel on YouTube and what? Facebook, what? where you can watch uh, all kinds of stuff. Tuesday nights we talk, we we watch Deep Space Nine, which uh, we're in the second season on that now. On Wednesdays, we watch original series episodes. Um, we just watched Space Sea Tonight, which was the con episode or before the Wrath of Con. Thursdays, we're doing Star Trek Discovery, which is airing week by week on their third season, heading into the third episode tomorrow. Jamil, are you on that one tomorrow? Or are you taking that one off? I'm going to take that one off. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I don't blame you. I was like, yeah. Um, so I'll be on that with Adam Woodward, Michael Chan, and my wife Jane tomorrow night as we continue uh, into the 32nd century. 
on Star Trek Discovery. And on Friday night, we'll be doing Star Trek Radio Theater, where we're going to be doing an episode called uh, Transfigurations from the third season of Next Generation, where Beverly Crusher saves a, a mysterious alien who turns out to have magical powers. I still haven't got the poster together yet for that. So anyway, check that out Friday night. And uh, the script and the sounds and all that. And then our, our last channel uh, that I'll mention is called Trivial Debates, where we're going to be here um, on Saturday for a special Halloween episode of Trivial Debate, where my wife, Jane, is going to be um, uh, hosting a whole bunch of like Halloween-themed questions. We got our friend Jerry McRae who's coming in for that. We have Chris Seymour, my brother Jeff, if he wakes up or if he shows up, we'll see. We'll see. But check that out over at our channel, Trivial Debates. Uh, that's a, a fun channel where we argue about movie, sports, TV, and more. So uh, just plugging that uh, as, as we head into the sunset there or into the sunrise as we are almost the next day. So thanks so much, everybody. Make sure to subscribe. Um, thank you, Mary. Thank you. So and, uh, and we will we will see you on the other side. But it, and maybe I'll see you tomorrow on Live Long and Podcast. Anyway, good night, everybody. Uh, and what, what did you, Julie say? Have faith. Stay. You gotta have faith. Oh, thank you. <laughs>